Welcome everyone to the TZR Podcast, episode 42. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hey! Alex Shock. Hey! And Frank Nosich! <laughs> I'm Commander Frank, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Nice. That was actually a good, a good little one. You're the only like one with clever... I just copied That's channel. not true in the yeah, slightest. Oh. Also, my voice hurts. I should not go that high ever. Your voice oh. hurts me too. Oh my gosh. Oh. How rude. How rude. Oh. Guys, today is August 24th, 2016. Yes. Uh, and it's episode 42 of the podcast. I'm getting excited for 50. I don't know what we should do for it, but I feel like we should do something cool. We got to start thinking about it. Yeah, we got to have mm. some kind of giveaway something or something. Maybe do it on camera? Nah. Maybe. Oh, actually, that could be cool. That could be That's cool. a good idea. We would need to get everybody live, and I'd need to get a fourth microphone for the studio. So. Oh, no. <laughs> You're roboting out for me. But yeah, same maybe you sound fine. Everybody sounds yeah. good. No, this is good. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to welcome all of our listeners to episode 42 of the TZR podcast. As you know, our podcast publishes every Wednesday at about 10 p.m. Eastern time. You can download our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcasting services you use around the internet. You can also find all of our cool news and reviews at thezerereview.com, where actually Alex just posted a exceptional review of No Man's Sky, the ever-controversial No Man's Sky. Um, so you yes. should totally check that out. Also, like all of our social stuff, because it's just super easy to see what's going on with us via social. Am I right? Did I finish all you the housekeeping? Right. Is everything clean so, now? Yes. But you are right, Justin. We can, we'll edit this out, I guess. But your voice is kind of freaking out, Skirbo, so I just want to make sure it's recording correctly. Uh, everything is everything is copacetic on our side. He so. records it separately. But it's not I know. It's okay, ready? Sure. Here we go. I'm going to reset I can't even myself. hear him right now. Boom. How is that? Yeah. I am back. I mean, it's good. Good now. Okay. Are we still recording? Yeah, no, we're fine. I, I just disconnected and reconnected. If our listeners uh, would like to know, we run most of our uh, podcasts live, or as much of it live as we can. When we don't, we run through Discord. Discord seems to be a little uh, finicky at times, but uh, that's what's going on with that. Yeah. Um, that it's was... usually pretty good, though. Oh no! Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an awesome service. We are not yeah, paid by Discord to say that, although we <laughs> should be. We should be. Guys, there hasn't been much news this week. It's been a little light after the, like, bombardment of trailers that we had last week with uh, Gamescom. So. Gamescom, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's a little light, but I will say we're getting into, like, some pretty uh, some pretty quick releases now. Like, there's a lot of stuff coming out back-to-back. So as far as right now, what's everybody, uh, what's everybody playing? What are you guys getting into? Would it shock you if I said I started playing Mass Effect again? No, not at all. Not in the slightest. My <laughs> question would be, why are you playing Mass Effect 1 and not 2? Um, because Mass Effect 1 is the best Mass Effect. Mm, wow. Mm, Bold. No, I think I, I bought that, that originally for... Alex, I bought that for you for your birthday one year. You did. I was like, oh, people are saying it's a really good game. And then I found out that it has like massive, massive game-breaking glitches, apparently. The first one? The first one, apparently, like with the with like, Mako, car. And yeah. It's just a bunch of... I don't know. Uh, well, I had a good time with it. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years later. Excellent Mass Effect. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect's a good game. Mass Effect 1's the best one out of all of them, uh, I think so, anyway. It's I the still, most fun. I still see... I have Mass Effect 2. 
I don't have Mass Effect 3 or Mass Effect 1. I heard that you can actually play through like some weird comic book thing or something. Yeah, that's yeah, the Genesis that's... DLC. So if you didn't if you didn't play through Mass Effect 1, you didn't up, uh, like upload a save file to Mass that's Effect the, 2. That's you like... have this interactive comic where you can make all the decisions in the previous game. They, they did yeah. the same thing with uh, Dragon Age. That's the uh, same thing. That, that falls under the same like kind of I should play this sometime because everybody yeah. says it's a really good game. Well, Ma Mass see, Effect honestly is worth the investment. Like that's that's a special kind of game. Like see, see, see? but again, people, just, but people say that. I think the problem with it is, is like it's a lot. Like that's an investment. You know what I mean? You can't just tell someone, oh yeah, you should just play this fucking sixty-hour RPG. Like you, nobody just has sixty hours that they can throw right. into something randomly. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I still want to play the Tomb Raider games. Well, it's like getting into The Witcher. Which I know the Witcher is the same. Which is the same thing. Oh yeah, like I've specifically stayed away from that game because I know that like I I I just know that it's too much. Like, and I'm not like I'm not thinking that I'm not gonna have a good time playing it. I'm sure that I would, but it's like it's just very it's a big commitment. Yeah, it's yeah. daunting. You know what I mean? And I I need I've, I'm of the sensibility where I need to turn over games quickly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if like if anything is you know I don't even know I mean, how to word yeah. this, but. I've been turning just, over games in like under a week of late. Like it's crazy. Yeah, just to kind of segue on that. Uh, I mean, that's kind of why I enjoyed uh, No Man's Sky. It's like I need to turn over games pretty quickly. Uh, so if something's if something's new and a little bit different, it holds my attention for long. Uh, yeah, you oh, know, like sure. a romp basically. I, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I you just that. want to go through a romp basically. Just you know, I just I, I want. And... I want to see. I don't even go quickly through it. I don't rush anything, but I want to see something new. Like I quickly lose interest, even with games. Like I started Wolfenstein, uh, and it's good. That's but, such a good game. I yeah, can't get it, over how much I love Wolfenstein. Sorry. And it and it and it, <laughs> and it is a good game, um, but it's not like wildly different than any other game that I've played. It's it just a it is shooter. a first-person shooter. Yeah, I definitely yeah, know yeah, exactly what I you're don't. talking about. Like, I feel like that happens a lot with like third-person adventure games like when you play like tomb raider it's like okay like i'm good and like i i yeah. played uncharted 4 like fresh after finishing tomb raider and i was like oh my god like this is literally the same game and that was right after <laughs> i played like ratchet and I clank know. which is also the same thing and it's like shit. i feel so bad about uncharted because i didn't finish that yet it's really but good and, I have and never it's the same thing it's good it's just touched well i think i told you with, with uncharted 4 like uncharted I 4 any of the uncharted games either uncharted 4 specifically um has a very weird pacing to it where it's like the beginning is awesome 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 and then like it starts to just drag itself out in a way that you're like how the fuck am i still playing this game like why am i still yeah. playing this game and then eventually it picks back up and you're like okay and then it has like one of the best like closing and endings to a game like that i've ever played it's great yeah and yeah. like you i mean this was right after i mean it was around the same time with ratchet and clank and mm -hmm. then tomb raider i had just played it's just it wasn't that new. It was kind of the Assassin's Creed problem, you know. It's yeah. just, I played this already. It's burnout. It happens, you know. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. So Frank, you've been playing Mass Effect. <laughs> I have been playing Mass Effect, and I've been enjoying it. Mm. I've took a, like a day or two to plan out all the decisions I'm gonna make through the series. So I had to figure out what kind of character I want to roll, who I'm gonna romance. All I mean, that the kind of the, the correct answer is always Renegade Femship, and you romance Garrus. That's what happens. Well, okay. <laughs> That's what I did. Okay, hang on. That's what I did my last two playthroughs. <laughs> really? You can't, just can't get enough of Garrus? Oh, no, no. I, just, I, love, I love playing Ben Shep, and let's be honest, 
Garrus is the best companion. Oh my god. Um, I love Jennifer Hale and everything she does, and on the off chance that Jennifer Hale is listening to this podcast, like, you're amazing, keep doing what you do. But, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I, I was almost gonna go bro Shep because my last two playthroughs have been Fem Shep, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not feeling it. I ended up rolling Can you I've... romance Garrus as bro no. Shep? No. No. no, definitely not. Um, no, he's, a, he's a straight character. I feel like uh, Alex always kind of, like, poo-poos me when I say that I'm, like, the boring, like, derp-looking, like, guy Shep. <laughs> like, cause oh, you're the, oh, you're, you're generic Shep. I'm, I'm generic, derpy-looking... Va- vanilla, plain-faced, yep. just... Non-customized <laughs> Shepard. Cross-eyed I think, Shep. I think Alex and I both have a, an understanding that when you meet a customer... A customer. A character <laughs> customization, like, screen, you have to change... If At you don't spend everything, if you don't, <laughs> yeah. if you don't spend four hours adjusting your earlobe, you're doing it if wrong. I'm See, not changing uh, the color no. of my eyebrows. Like my Dark Souls <laughs> Three character it's that I'm a, never going to see his face anyway because he's wearing a helmet. Well, then I'm not doing it right. I think my it took experience me an hour and a half to roll my shepherd this time around. Yeah. Oh my god! And then I restarted my game again because I didn't like the eyebrow color what? after I think an he's... hour and a half of playing. Sorry, Scarpa, go ahead. I think Sorry. my Fallout Four experience is like the most concentrated, perfect example of how I deal with character creation which is i open the game i turn the hair to blonde and the eyes to blue and then i started <laughs> and i was oh like God. there we go that's me <laughs> let's go i'm adjusting the skin between my upper lip and nostrils oh my God. <laughs> and i'm just like, like i have i don't something. know i'm like there i have the most rudimentary something. aspects of what i could possibly look like there i we actually go. feel like i've learned more about like facial structure through those character customizations yeah, like, you, oh yeah. what is a this lot of them ad- adjust this like the, the muscles jowl. and I never knew what a gel was. <laughs> Thanks, Saints Row. Thanks, Saints Row, for teaching oh, God, me anatomy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Actually, that that, that game teaches you it, a lot of weird things about anatomy. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I don't even like it. I don't even like customizing it, but I feel the need to like yeah. adjust everything. And I it guess, usually just I usually put it back to the normal anyway. I but. guess I I can't really remember who I heard it from, but I I think it was best articulated in like. Like, I'm, you know, you take something like Mass Effect, right? I am not a space fucking commander. Like, I'm not that person. Like, this is your story. Tell me who this person is, and I will control the character that you give me, because this is not who I am. I can't can't reflect in, like, the experiences that a fucking spaceship commander is having. That's that's part of the gamer profiling. There's the difference between the immersive and the... uh, I'm uh, also not necessarily making him me, though. I'm yeah. making him like a badass, like awesome alternate version. See, I guess, of me or I guess something yeah, like along those I'm lines. almost always making it me. It, well, like it's, it's aimed in that direction. I'll tell you but... what. The only the only time that I've actually really loved character customization was in XCOM because every character that I got, I made them look like my friends, and that made every interaction so much more compelling. <laughs> like, Chow, you were the close man. Did they look. Oh my gosh. To your friends, because like there's a point in Saints Row where Alex and I spent like way. <laughs> way too much time but like we noticed that when we're driving around in the car and we look at the like, back of our heads and like just our characters running around we're like that looks like us i mean because we see the backs of our heads all the time but literally like we'd be looking at it we'd just be like holy shit that looks like us in, like in a car well, yeah, we dude, were so weird. ripped that it was really yeah we were <laughs> holy shit dude that's why like i mean that's kind of why i did an XCOM because there's like something on the line there you know what i mean it's like you know, when Chow is my sniper and I decide to be reckless and have him run up to somebody with a pistol, like, I legit get nervous. I'm like, Chow's gonna die right now. Like, Why would I, you send me in with... <laughs> I have a sniper. Because I'm, you because your pistol game is really, really good. I upgraded your pistol stuff, like, all the way. 
It's pick dumb. Backup. Yeah, but uh, so that's cool. So, are you having a good time with Mass Effect? How how far along did you get? Are you out of the Citadel? Uh, I just got the Citadel. Uh, and then, worst part like of the I game. Said, I restarted because I didn't like the eyebrow color I picked. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. the eyebrow color? My, my the man. eyebrow colors were way too blonde, so then I have to re-roll. I'm like, I'm only at the Citadel. I can just play replay through Eden Prime and go meet the council again. I've done it. I've oh, done it before. Oh, my God. It's like sometimes you adjust their face from the front, but then yeah. you see their profile, like, it's like their nose is, like, yeah. way out of whack. Why does your entire head look like a they dart? Ha <laughs> <laughs> and they have no really chin. Weird too, because, like, you can't do a 360 rotation. You can only move the head left, right, up, down, and then centered. So you can't even see, like, a full profile. It's on an angle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not all that intuitive, but, yeah. Huh. It is what it is. It's hard to make a very good-looking Shepard in 1. It's way easier in 2 and 3. But you certainly can't leave it alone. No. <laughs> Skirbo. You just gotta restart yeah. the game every time. Oh my god. Well, because we don't have a mod on PC to do face morphs. We have that for two and three, but not for one, so. Yeah. Or at least not to my knowledge. So. Mm. You know, yeah. It is what it is. What? And yes, I obsess Couldn't about things. I love you. character creation. Couldn't <laughs> tell you. Alex, what are, uh, what are you playing of late? I have like the same answer every time No Man's um, Sky and nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty much. So I, I'm still playing No Man's Sky. Uh, I haven't played it in a little while because it's right in the review but uh also doing rocket league still keep oh getting my god so much keep, rocket league stop playing it for a little while and then like oh yeah this game is still awesome <laughs> um hasn't and stopped I, <laughs> i'm actually still playing uh uh the new fire emblem oh nice and i, and I say new and it came out like seven months ago <laughs> um, still the latest one because i i pl i always play those games on hard Mm -hmm. uh, I play any game on hard these days, but that game is too hard. Like it's not see, fun hard. See, tactics yeah. games, uh, tactics games stress me out when you're on like super hard difficulties because it's literally down to like if you pick the wrong square one time, yeah. you fucked yeah. your whole game. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. there's like so there's like 30 levels to this game, and I actually got to I got to level 20 uh, on hard mode, but it's like my guys were so weak at that point because I couldn't really optimize what I was doing, and other characters died. So I was at 20, and it was just impossibly hard. So I just started over, and oh, I yeah, did it on normal. And I'm having a lot Persona 5. Yeah, I'm four. having a lot more fun. Huh. Persona 4? Well, that's cool. Persona 4. Yeah, 4. You're playing Persona yeah. 4? No. Well, I tried. I mean, I just got... I started it again. <clears throat> and, uh, you restarted it? I mean, I restarted it just because I played it on hard, remember? And I got to that oh, one spot yeah, where I'm like, so oh, shit, don't... looks like I got to grind. Yeah, RPGs, like, no. like long RPGs, like, there's no way you're going to finish Persona 4 in under 80 hours. And that's just a well, fact. really? Yeah, that, I mean, that's there's just a, a good point. That, but that's is that, good point. Like, that's specifically Japanese RPGs, though. Well, yeah, but I'm saying with, with a game Japanese like that RPGs. that you're investing that long into, like, why would you want to make that a harder experience? You know what I mean? Yeah. When 90% of that is the story and the dating sim portion of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because it needs dating to be sim. challenging, even yeah. if it's that long. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty challenging. I don't know. I started it back up, but then I recently put my PSP back in its cradle. And, uh, I mean, PS Vita. And um, <clears throat> I uh, picked up Rocket League again. With shock, and yeah. can I just say, can I just tell you, like that game is not just awesome, but I really, <laughs> I, I mean, I said that I wasn't gonna buy, I wasn't gonna buy a stupid like car, like pfft, that's dumb. Well, yesterday I bought a car, and <laughs> let me just tell you, it made me want to play Rocket League so much more. It's a great game, it really is. Can I, I just I, say also that the Tokyo yeah. level is terrible? 
It's I awful. hate that level oh, wait, so much. Is that much? the one with like the ridge on the side? With the ridge yeah. on the yeah, side. Yeah, that's like the that's not a fun level. Like it totally fucks the chemistry of that it's game. It's so random. You're like the ball will just hit things and you just have no idea where it's going. Yeah, yeah and, and you can't get to it fast enough to like slow down over the hump. Yeah, people complain about it at every level. You know, like, I love the good fact players, bad players. That the backdrop is like Tokyo's slash Japan of something. Probably Tokyo. It's and a beautiful level. Don't get me it wrong. It is, and like I love the fact that they count down and. Yeah, yeah. And in Japanese. You guys, like, vamp for a second. Just keep talking. I hate it. I hate that level. Anyway, that and on the other side is uh, well, I stopped playing No Man's Sky after the third day, um, but I want to get back into that, but I just haven't. Uh, the other game that I've been pouring a lot of hours into is Starbound. <laughs> after its a, a initial release, its final full release, can I just say that my Steam account has clocked me in at six hundred thirty-eight hours of Starbound. I, you know, I don't know how often that I like don't trust those. Like I leave I it. I mean, I kind of I'll leave it, it open so often by accident. Yeah, Starbound has its own like launcher. Like on during the beta, it had its own launcher, and I think that counted because I would keep that open for a little while. So when I started after the beta, it was like at five hundred and like seventy something. So I have pro I have effectively what is that four, six? I've effectively put in about sixty hours into Starbound since its full release. So. I've played that game way too much. That's a lot, yeah. And I haven't even really full followed through with the story. I've literally just been like putting furniture in my ship. That's a game I never <laughs> We we put in so many hours into Terraria and I've never played Starbound with you. Uh that's because I keep telling you Starbound is by far like the much more like better version of Terraria. Let's see. Terraria it, it is like the matured version, isn't it? We did put yeah, well yeah, and Terraria has its own thing. A lot of people like yeah. it for different reasons, but Terraria, I somehow, and I have no idea how the fuck this happened, 161 hours? What is it about these 2D platforming, yeah. sandboxy, the building. block stackers? You yeah. especially get up, get obsessed with the building. I get obsessed, like counting blocks, yeah. like to the like, point where when yeah. I had like a server open for all these, all the guys that I like play internet games with, right? Uh, we would have like this one central server open, and then people would just jump in. I didn't leave the planet it's once i literally just built a fort for all of it's us. like i'll build a little castle and i'm like this is enough and then i come back into the game hours later and, and i just built this like 70 room mansion he's laid out my clothes <laughs> on the bed like oh my God. <laughs> oh, seriously i like i've built like at one point uh, during terraria i think i had other houses with other like people in them and then i blew it all up with bombs and then created a floating island alex i think you're still there a floating oh, yeah. island with like a new city on top of it yeah, and then I poured water into like the ruins to make it look like ruins. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the same thing in Starbound? No, I'm just doing my ship and going from like place to place and throwing a story together between me and all the crew members and like you're I dead now. Customization. Gonna have to fire you now. Yeah, it, the, uh, the the ship customization is great. Like that's what I'm missing in No Man's Sky. Like what I really love about No Man's Sky is that you can change your ships, and I love the fact that the exploration is like infinite, right? And Starbound also gives that it doesn't have quintillion planets, but has enough planets that you'll never get to every single one of them because I mean, come on, there's way too many. Yeah. But what it comes down to also is that you can like, you have a ship, you can upgrade the ship, and then that ship becomes bigger with more rooms and different like things. You can change out the wall paneling and like whatever. I have like a cargo room. I got things that make it look like an engine room and each of those things do different things. I have like a laboratory room. I have a bunk room with all like these slots for people to sleep in. And I even made each of those like slots. I put like little 
like decorations on top of each of the beds, like the bed frames or whatever, see, to make it look like each of those guys see, have their own like little cubby space. But see, that's why I have I, a problem. But see, that's why I think uh, people's expectations were weird with No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky is not a game like that. Like it's you know people were saying that it's similar. I know. To, and like, after reading Shocks, after reading Shocks, uh, I don't know why I call you Shock this episode. That's that's all right. The it's only reason really why I'm uh, the only reason why I'm like still considering playing that game is literally because of what Alex said during uh, like in his in his review. It's just it is a very unique game, and I do really want to dive into it to the point where it tur- like changes. I feel like I got too like bogged down with like the how I play Starbound. Yeah, and it, then I yeah. lost it. The, it I mean, you know? I will say from the time that I've played thus far, like No Man's Sky is more a game about moving than it is about like. Do setting it. up colonies yeah yeah like yeah. it's not starbound like it's you, not mass effect it, it gives you the opportunity to get lost in like a single planet or whatever but like that's not like that's not what it is i i don't think you will have a very fulfilling experience just doing that you know what i mean right right yeah it really yeah. does change so, pretty drastically alex did you get to that point that i was telling you about no i haven't been able to play it yet oh, okay in, in a little while okay the game I, i'd like to it changes a lot <clears throat> Like it, it, it just gives you different perspective on it. No spoilers, though. I had to record uh, a uh, stupid podcast tonight, so uh, <laughs> stupid, stupid podcast. <laughs> God, I so hate I those. couldn't uh, couldn't jump on. Well, guys, I've been playing some fun stuff. Can I can what I tell you yeah, stuff that I've been playing? So Please. so I got to I I got, I came to peace with No Man's Sky. I got to a point where I like I realized the the cycle that I was in. And I was like, okay, you know what? I have reached a point where i'm okay with this and i was able to put it down and i'm like you know i think i've invested like maybe 20 20 hours or something like that in it and i'm good you know what i mean i can put it down i I, i'm sure i will come back to it at some point but like 20 hours i think that's a well worth it experience you know what i mean what 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 ship did you end up with did you get one of those like crazy pelican looking ones i love my ship so i got i'm trying to get that one. i got a really cool one but something that i didn't realize before i got my second ship is that they like the the way they handle is totally different like i got so used to the way that my one ship handled and then when i i you know i made a whole bunch of money and i just bought this one for like three million units or whatever i was like yeah this is awesome it's so huge and the moment i got in it i was like ew it feels so weird <laughs> like it was very it was a learning process but uh but that was that the so, moment I, I the moment i got a faster ship was the moment i started just attacking all other ships <laughs> yeah. i felt and, like such a badass when i was able to take down like when the pirates attack you like the first time I they always destroyed died. me yeah but when you get a ship that can handle them, you're like, let's go, fuckers. Like, let's yeah. do this. No, it's cool. I, I once picked a fight, like, with, I guess, the wrong person, and, like, 20 ships came in and started fighting me at the yeah. same time. And I was like, There's, like, uh, patrols that, like, now. speed to you. I attacked the frigate thing just to see what would happen. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. yeah. Mistakes were made. I, they shoot from yes. the sides, right? I did that once, and then it never Well, they call again. a bunch of dudes to come get you. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, but, you, like, get you get overwhelmed pretty quick. Special, you can get special items from too right i can't they drop resources sometimes i don't i've only ever gotten resources if you shoot their like container unit thingies on the side oh those yeah 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 yeah, i got one you get like i got an artifact from it yeah Uh, i only was able to kill one before i was completely annihilated yeah so so yeah so no man's sky i'm i'm at a good point with it i'm like i'm comfortable so i put that down um 
I'm in the process of reviewing a number of games, one of which is uh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva X, which I can't Hatsune Miku. I, I can't say anything about it yet, um, but I should have a yep. review coming up on Friday, so look forward to that. One game that I can talk about, though, that I'm super excited about is the new Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Um, You've been playing that, haven't I you? have been playing it, and it is so fucking good. Like, I really want to really, play that. Maybe, maybe it's because all I was looking for is more of Human Revolution, and that's exactly what I got. Like, it is... It is everything like that human revolution was like the the exploring the like upping yourself like you know finding quests and stuff yeah. but it's just blown out like it's so much bigger like there's so many more quests that you get there's like you get rewarded by like exploring all these crazy things I'm still reading emails in people's you know laptops and stuff like I, I might bump that to the top of my list yeah if I can get a copy it's that. super fun I'm really really enjoying it so far <laughs> um yeah it, I've it, only been hearing good things from it. I mean, it's been getting a mixed reception. I feel like some people yeah. were expecting something totally, like, crazy and different and everything. But, like, so far, it's been nothing but totally, totally pleasurable. Like, it's just, it looks beautiful. Like, getting back into the world, like, it gives you this, like, pretty long, it's like a 10 to 12 minute cutscene that kind of goes through everything that happened in Human Revolution. So, like, when you, so when you start Mankind Divided, you're, like, right there and you know exactly what's going on. Uh, and it's just great. And they made a lot of really smart decisions with updating the control scheme. Like, the control scheme in Human Revolution was okay, but it makes so much more sense now. Mind you, I'm playing on console. I know a lot of people are probably playing on PC. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's smooth. It's beautiful. It runs really, really great so far. Like, I'm just... Are you checking every single computer? and hacking into I'm, it I'm borderline, to learn anything. I'm borderline overwhelmed with how many things that I'm, like, looking at and looking for and, like, things that I have to remember about certain places and stuff. Like, like I'll pass a keypad and be like, oh, I'll need to upgrade my hacking before I can come back to that one. And then I'll see, like, 20 more or, like, boxes <laughs> oh that I have God. to move and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I just need to upgrade myself faster so I can do all this awesome stuff. Like, it's having a very, like, Metroidvania kind of feel to it right now because it's just, like, you know, slowly making myself better to, like, open up these new pathways and options and stuff. Yeah, um, I love super, that. That's really, really good to hear, considering we live in an era now with, like, hand-holding and checkpoints on a map <laughs> I, that just, like, overwhelms you with, by the way, like, you have to go here kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't really, like, emphasize exploring. Uh, totally. I don't mean in a sandbox. I don't mean in a sandbox setting, either. I mean in, like, it, it's a hub world, right? Like, uh, games, yes. I would assume yes. it's a hub world, because that's all the other games. Like, So exploring within that hub, rather than just being like, yeah, just go wherever you want. Kind of no, thing. and the best part is, and, and this is what I really love about it, like, there are very small things. Oh, well, okay, so there's a lot of different angles to what you just said that I want to comment on. So the first thing is, yeah. like, as far as holding your hand, this game does not hold hold your hand at all like in the very beginning it'll give you a tutorial that's like you know this is literally how you control things and this is like an idea of the way you can approach a situation but once you finish those like three tutorials it's it's over and like literally they let go of everything so much so that like in one of the very beginning scenarios there's like I was on this mission that's asking you to do something and I was getting so like like 
blindsided because like I, I didn't know what to do and I'm like would this mm. game please give me some indication of what I need to do right now like <laughs> it's not really a spoiler because it happens in the first 10 yeah. minutes of the game but there's like a helicopter that you need to prevent from going somewhere so like I'm looking at this helicopter and I'm like, how the fuck do I stop this helicopter? And I'm sure there's like a million ways to do it. So I'm shooting at it. I'm doing all this other stuff. And eventually I find a way to like remove a battery or something, which it gave you zero indication for. And I'm reading the objective markers and stuff. It doesn't tell you shit about how to complete this objective. But once I figured it out, I was like, okay, awesome. Like this feels great. And then the same thing. Well, again, don't you know? To stop a helicopter, just remove the batteries. Oh, yeah. Duh. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but then in the hub world, I think it takes the idea of that, like, lack of hand-holding and develops it in a very, like, positive way for the game. So what I mean by that is, like, um, you'll be in this hub world, right? And I'll have, like, a number of quests that are active at the same time, but there are no waypoints. Like, like you know, in Skyrim or in Fallout or something, you can just yep. look on your HUD and it will just show you a place to go. And all you have to do is follow the arrow. There is none of that in this game. Like, it will tell you, like, like, oh, you talked to this guy, and now I need to find a magician. And, like, it'll show me a spot. Like, if I go into my menu and find my map, it'll show me, like, a tick for a thing. But, like, when I'm exploring the world, there is no, like, indication of the, the way that I should be going. Which I really loved, because I was, like, on the one hand, it's like, shit, I'm kind of walking around blind. But on the other hand, I'm, like, I'm actually learning this city. Like, I'm walking through these city blocks and, like, like you know trying to make mental notes of like where this stuff is it's like walking around new york city right like the first time you walk around yeah. new york city it's like really overwhelming and you're like oh my god where the fuck am i but after you mm -hmm. do it a couple of times you're like oh there's that little bodega or whatever i know where i am you know what i mean the entire city's on a grid yeah no yeah the game did that exact same thing really well and i'm not just saying this to be like a hipster or whatever deus ex like, one <laughs> yes yeah. because you didn't even get dynamic ma maps like that you got an image it was just a flat image it's like this way is north yeah here's the map it's go it's so and then that sort of trains you to figure out where the landmarks are where like remembering where to go especially when you go back to some of the same locations so judging by what you're saying i really like the fact that they're doing this in mankind divided as well and forcing you to like get familiar with your environment yeah definitely and also i mean i don't know if it's one of because of the difficulty i'm playing on right now i'm playing on the hardest difficulty um because i i did that in the first asx and it was comfortable you know what i mean like it's it's challenging enough but from my perspective if you're playing a stealth game and you're doing stealth correctly like you shouldn't be getting into gunfight so you should never yeah. feel like you're not you know getting overpowered or something um so Maybe it's because of the difficulty that I'm on, but also remember Human Revolution when you walk around and every item is like highlighted in gold and you could like, like yeah, but you can turn that off in the first one too. Yeah, so this one, I, again, maybe it's because of the difficulty, but that's not on ever, like at all. Yeah. So you're in just Human Revolution. Sorry, go on. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, in Human Revolution, like I, I saw like it, beca it became like a crutch. Like I would just sort of glance around a room until I saw something highlighted in gold and be like, oh, I should go pick that up. But in this it's one, like it's detective in, vision. Yeah. 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 What, what I'm gonna say in higher difficulties, they disabled that in Human Revolution. That's only up to like I think normal. Yeah. And then if you go on that, then that little outline glow on items is gone. Yeah, so maybe that's... So. that's you You're know, just the, outed? I mean, it could uh, be. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> because he said he's playing on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. Like, for mankind, the first so time... that they're doing the same thing for this one. Yeah, no, the first time I played Human Revolution, I definitely played on normal, because I didn't, like, I wasn't super familiar with do. the Deus Ex franchise, but eventually, like, I played through Deus Ex Human Revolution, like, four times. Like, I'm very close to the Platinum. I'm, I'm missing one yeah. fucking trophy for that. Oh, I'm not bitter at all. But, um... <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but in this one, I was just like, no, I'm just gonna start on the hardest difficulty, and it's so much better because of it. Like, everything about the game is so much better because it's not, like, you know, it's not holding my hand. Like, I'm, I'm figuring out these creative solutions to problems that the game introduces, and it's just, it's a really great feeling. Like, so I'm totally, totally enjoying this so far. Like, could not, could not be more happy about, you know, how the game came out and stuff, and, um... You'll see my review for this one coming up shortly as well. Okay. One question, though, just because I'm really curious. Shoot. What's your opinion on the in-game store? Um, I have not interacted with it yet, and I've had no reason to. So mm-hmm. it's affected my experience. Right. It, it hasn't affected my experience like, at all. So, yeah, for you, it's just one of those kind of like, oh, it's optional, I don't care if it's there kind of thing. Well, the thing is, is like, I've I've never encountered, like, it's never been put in front of me. And I've never, like, it's not, like, even in a space where it's like, oh, if I, like, open my menu and hit the wrong button, it brings me to an in-game store. Like, that's literally never happened. So maybe I'm just doing it wrong, or maybe they were smart about it and put it in such a place that like it's not constantly in front of you like trust me i'm i am not for in-game uh, microtransactions at all that's specifically why i didn't play uh dead space 3 and i know that dead space 3 is good for so many reasons but like that was uh, Uh, not a horror game it's bad for so many reasons and good for a couple yeah so it's good for it's polarizing let's put it that way there you go what so like so when the reason why I didn't play that is because they said, yeah, every time you go into, like, the crafting thing, there is just a button that, if you click that button, it opens a shop and shows you yeah. real-world money and stuff. And, like, that that bothers me. And it doesn't bother me because, like, oh, if you want to, like, pay your way forward or whatever, that's fine. But for me, it's all an immersion thing, right? Yeah, it's it like the fourth wall. Yeah, it's yeah. like when I see a normal dollar sign, it just, like, rips me out of the experience. Yeah, I now, totally agree. Yeah, because now yeah. I'm thinking about, like, a tangible, real thing. And it's like, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Uh especially in a game like Dead Space like to me that was such an egregious failure on their part that I didn't buy the game because I'm like no if I'm playing a game to be scared and to be wrapped up in all like you know playing the game in the dark and stuff and then seeing like oh if you spend ten dollars it's like what the fuck well those are the reasons why you wouldn't have bought you know, yes. even if they didn't have the uh, see, they, they, they avoided that problem by not putting any horror in the game at all. Yeah, <laughs> making it not really a dead space game. game to begin with. Well, I guess yeah, I dodged two bullets in that well, sense. Well, no, the reason I'm asking is because people on Steam, for mankind at least, are really pissed off because aside from the season pass, there's two DLC packs: the DLC tactical pack and the DLC assault pack, and all it is is a Praxis kit, uh, a couple of, like grenades, ammo parts, and some ammunition. A and Praxis? one you- that. That sucks. It does. And it, but it's a one-use thing. It's I mean, not even like if you start a new game, it carries over and gives you this bonus ammo. No, it's like a straight-up microtransaction. I mean, I'm always so, of the mind that, why. like, you I'm know, if you, if you start a game... Like, if a game starts you at, like, a huge benefit, like, if the first quarter of the game is going to be stupid easy because you have all this, like, extra yeah. utility available to you, like... I'd, I I like would defy or like uh, human revolution. Yeah, like I would not do that. Like that's not. I think that's that's not the experience that the developers intended. You know what I mean? Or that's the experience that publishers intended. I, exactly. I honestly, if if a game comes with like a free gun, I even feel weird about using that. To yeah. Be honest. No, totally. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with yeah. you because it's like it's like. You know, it's, I think I feel like I, I would. Earn this, yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, oh, I'm just like some fucking privileged asshole that's just gonna <laughs> get like uh, this totally sick gun at the beginning of the game. Like, no, fuck that. Right. Like, you know. Like, yeah. I replayed Sleeping Dogs a while ago. I have the original, not the def- definitive one, so I have all the DLC for that one because I got it in a bundle. And I and I immediately have to disable like two or three of the DLCs because one, it just gives you like all of the triad and the police status 
so it gives you just like all the ability upgrades right away. And then there's oh, wow. little envelopes of money for the Chinese New Year just kind of littered <laughs> around the city. And it just makes the game stupid easy. And it's like, yeah. well, then why am I playing it? Right. No, yeah. exactly. Like, so I'm totally. It's like, oh, cool. I have an end game car in the beginning because it came with my costume pack. Like, and it's fun for like five seconds. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> now I feel There's dirty no for the rest of this experience. I know, you know? this defeats mm -hmm. the purpose. Yeah, totally. Like Saints Row th uh, Three, I think same thing. Yeah, they had the same kind of DLC pack where it's just like unlock everything or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. No so thanks. so for Mankind Divided, like I I haven't experienced that problem in regards to the in-game yeah. store. I literally haven't even seen it once, and I have no intention of trying to find it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, overall, just like as a game, like I. If I were to do a preliminary recommendation, I'd say if you really loved Human Revolution, like there's no reason why you shouldn't be playing this game. Like it's that it's that good and it will fulfill everything that you enjoyed about Human Revolution like twice over. Um, cool. That's all I need to know. Here. Yeah, it's it's That's... it's good. <laughs> um full <laughs> full review incoming. Um but I think you know the way that I'm leaning already. Leave it. <laughs> uh all right so what do you say we get into some of the very brief uh news for this week yeah might as well we've, sure. we've basically only got two main topics um the first one that i'll go over briefly is just the titanfall 2 beta now um n you guys did not have experience with this beta chow you played it at e3 though right i did play it at e3 okay so did you play titanfall 1 i did did play Titanfall One as briefly as I did Titanfall Two. Okay. I, I, I played a lot of Titanfall One. Okay. I played some Titanfall One. So I had I I played the Titanfall Two. Like I I own Titanfall One. And I played Titanfall Two for like you know a couple hours, but it didn't take me very long to realize that it is like the fucking same exact game. It's the exact same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like I, I, I thought originally when I was at E3 and I was talking to everybody who was on my team afterwards as we're leaving the booth just to get back in line so we could play again. Like when I was talking to these guys, they were all like, oh man, I love how they changed. I love how they updated. I like this change. I like whatever. And I'm like, well, maybe it, maybe it was just me. Maybe I didn't play Titanfall 1 nearly enough. But when I played Titanfall 2, I was like, I don't feel anything special. I, like it doesn't. I thought make, it got. I, from what I've read, it, it feels even less like Titanfall 1. Like, it, it actually made it kind of worse. Well, so... Really? I, and I think one of the points to that... Like, I haven't read too much of people's reactions. I know it's been, you know, mixed thus far. But, like, one of the only main changes that I've seen to it is when you're the pilot, you have this, like, hookshot thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, which, in theory, is cool, right? But, like, part of what made Titanfall 1 cool is the... Um, <clears throat> is, like, the parkour and, like, running on walls and stuff. And when you have a fucking grappling hook, it, like, totally defeats the purpose of having to, like, find creative ways to get on top of stuff. You know what I mean? So mm, it's, like... Yeah. So in my point. in my opinion, that totally, like, took away from it a little bit. And then outside of that, everything else feels exactly the fucking same. The Titan feels like a Titan. The, you know, the running around the shooting feels exactly the same. Like, Can you grapple to a Titan? Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. See, that was like the big thing. Like, it was scary to go up against those guys. Oh, yeah, because like, you had if to, you were like, on a rooftop. 
Yeah, you have to time it and jump on them and like make sure you didn't fuck up because they could just step on you. Yeah, exactly. You can grapple onto like other players too. Yeah, so like, yeah. part of so in the context of grappling on Titans, like they did change up the rodeo mechanic a little bit. Like they made it a little bit like faster um, by like you know you remove like these batteries and stuff, um, which is cool. But like, but again, I think part of what made Titanfall one special was that that sort of like fear, that pressure that you had of like, oh man, like should I run behind this Titan? Because if he turns around and knows that I'm like trying to chase him, I'm going to die immediately. You know what I mean? So it's like this, this crazy, like cat and mouse sort of thing. But in this game, it's like, I don't know. It feels like robbed of that because you can just be like, Oh, there's a thing you hit one button and bam, you're already on it. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't figure out how to take on the Titans as a pilot. I kept jumping on them. I didn't really know what I was doing. Oh. It should be difficult. You know, it should, it shouldn't be an easy thing, but I don't know that. Yeah, no, this fair. one it's the way that they changed it is like so you know in Titanfall one you would have to like rip the cover off and like shoot its health bar down, but it yeah, like goes down yeah. really quickly. In this one, it's it's almost like two buttons. Like you get on and you like take this cover off, and then you like rip this battery out that takes like a big chunk of its health away, basically. Like not really, but like you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So it kind of like accelerates the process of taking it down, especially if you have multiple people attacking it at the same time. So it's like. Master Chief jumping onto an alien tank and then stuffing it with a grenade type of situation. Sort of, uh, but, in, but it's pilots, not an instant kill. Like, pilots can right. steal batteries and deliver them to friendly titans. Yeah. That's cool. I did not do that aspect of That's it. That's interesting. But, yeah. You just take out. I was, like, I was just taking out of like, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a huge Titanfall fan to begin with, so I'm kind of in the eh category you know yeah i'm like pretty lukewarm with it um i don't know it's 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 just very samey for me like if, if there's anything that i'm going to be excited about with this titanfall it's like the campaign um yeah. more so just because it gives me like a different purpose for playing it you know what i mean um right i mean that's that's just sort of the way that i feel about it it to, to me the, the thing i liked about titanfall the most um it it kind of mixed up multiplayer like more so than any other first person shooter game in the past couple years like you had your your one level where you're just man man v man and you're on you're either on the ground you're fighting on the walls you're like on rooftops um but then the battle changes and you call in these huge titans and then there's like a different scale battle going on in the same battlefield yeah mm -hmm. so it's like you could be shooting another guy and you look to your left and there's like two titans just going at it and shooting like nukes at each other and like punching each other <laughs> and that's when you um, turn around and, you're like nope and that and that <laughs> yeah. is awesome and sometimes those battles overlap you know they they run into each other and you get stepped on or you have to try to jump and defend yourself onto a titan yeah that, or you're I like really sniping like past a titan fight yes. or something yeah and I, I love that dynamic it's like a movable like alive environment but um so that actually makes me a little less interested in the campaign because then it just becomes the mech game. Yeah. You know, it's just a mech campaign game. You don't have that. I mean, they can still create I, they, that. They could. Via scenes, you know. But I thought it was a great way to do multiplayer. Uh, and it, I don't know. Maybe they'll do it fine, but. I mean, I don't know. I don't it's know. hard to get, like, really excited for any modern first person shooter. Doing I'm in that boat. Yeah. Like, I'm going to straight up be think... in that boat, except for, for Battlefield 1. But well, Battlefield exactly 1, I think, is actually changing the script a lot, so that's yeah, good. I don't know, maybe. Is I don't it, know. though? Like, see, I mean... Human Wolfenstein were exceptions, as far as I'm concerned. 
and they're like the exceptions that prove the rule, I guess. But like mm. any other mo modern shooter comes out, it's like multiplayer focused, but we have a campaign. It's like, eh, do I really want to? Yeah, I like, completely agree with that. Like well, any I, Call of Duty title immediately yeah. puts me in the mindset. Well, they've well, always I, been I, like I think that. there's a, I think there's true, a certain right? market. I think for maybe it, right? it was that game that started that whole like, like I, idea. I wish Potts was here to defend this right now because I know he's actually a big fan of Call of Duty campaigns, and I can understand why. Because for him, it's not like he's super invested in this story or these characters or whatever. But it's like a junk food action movie. So yeah, it's, like it's like if exciting. you just want to, yeah, if you just want to streamline some gameplay and just like have this, you know, crazy weird blast of a time um, and then just be done with it. Like, I think that fulfills that need pretty it's, well. Did um, you ever play that old, I think it was original Xbox game, uh, Black? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, like, fun, that... fa fun fact about Black. Black was sure. developed by Criterion Games, who are the people that made the Burnout franchise. Really? Yeah, just to give you an idea of, of huh. like, why that I've game is the way it is. Criterion doing anything else other than driving games. Yeah, no, they... That was one of the first, like, I remember location... playing that over your house. Yeah, that was cool. one of the first, like, locational damage uh, first-person shooters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember question. a huge deal. It was challenging and... That so like cool all right game. slightly off the topic of uh of titanfall for a second but like that golden eye mod that i've been playing a bit of right oh yo you you played it all right awesome man oh you, dude you i've been play playing golden it. Eye source yeah it's oh, so I, I can so only good. can i just i've got to give credit to frank for that frank got me on that and <laughs> i forced chow to i forced chow to uh to do this it. is the greatest rendition of this mod i played it, it before it was, but the servers were dead it's great to have like is it still single population now is it still single stick no, it's PC. <laughs> no, it's it's PC. No, it's, 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 PC. Oh, it's, really it's, like... Counter, it's like Counter Strike, but with CS. I mean, not CS, with GoldenEye like skins. But the thing is, it feels like you're playing a GoldenEye game. Yeah, it doesn't or it's Half Life like... or whatever. I, th I think there's a lot of psychological things going on there because it's like you hear the reload noise and like you right click oh, yeah, and yeah. you have the the aimer and so. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. The clobber's still yeah. terrible. The, cl the, the clobber's the there's... worst. <laughs> <laughs> it still sucks. Dude, the, but, the slaps uh, that sound like little dog barks. No, the slaps are badass. <laughs> he, it, you straight up like bitch slap people in this one like that. You see the hand like flexing it's pretty quick and too. stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. They're just the Sean Connery backhands that like, you just kind of lay on people. Yeah. It's great. Slappers but, uh, only. So right, I'm sorry, no. Chow. Go, go on, go on. What I was trying to say was sorry. that actually got me thinking. In original Goldeneye, there were no headshots, were there? Uh, uh, yeah, there were with the sniper. I think there were, stuff. yeah. Were there? Yeah, I think so. I remember yeah, seeing like were. weird tinted, colored, you know, like polygonish blood stains on people's like shoulders and yeah, whatever. But like, I know for sure they got blood stains on heads. Oh yeah, yeah, there, was yeah. there were that. definitely headshots. Were there? In okay, the, the single player. Yeah, because for, for some sure. reason, like when I'm playing like that game, all I'm doing with the DD44 is like clicking and furiously just going. <laughs> okay, reload, reload, reload. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, the, Yo, the, the Gustavo was RC the shit, man, dude. That was like the multiplayer pistol. Oh my god. Yeah, the RCP90. RCP90. Like, when I got that really gun, cool. I was oh like, my I remember god. this gun. It Hello. just, it's got Hello, this old friend. Just, Alex, like, have you been, have you been, of bullets. It just, yeah. have you been playing, uh, Golden Ice Horse? No. Oh, download it right <laughs> now. <laughs> Literally, no. can we all just play like two rounds after this? I, yes. All, yeah, all odd job. It takes, it takes, actually, okay, this is the good thing. They have Ob job, his normal size, like the way he was in the movies <laughs> and not like the very, very short model that for whatever reason he wasn't he had very tall. Movie. He was yeah, short. He no, he was not really. He was average height. Well, he wasn't like a uh, little person. No, I'm looking no. it up right now. He was short in the movie, he, but he, not like yeah. No, <laughs> he, he was, was like short. He, was, he short. was like mini made. He was though. up to like uh, yeah. He's probably like what five four. Yeah, Alex. But in the, at the, oh yeah, never mind. The act, Let's look up oh, his you sent me something. Okay. 
the actor was five six. Oh. And how tall is the model in the game? Oh, no, so the, says, the model uh, in in Source, he's like a normal tall person. It's yeah, it's still cool because like if you kill him, his hat height. falls on the ground. So, oh, yeah, you can be like that pimp dude, and you can shoot off his hat too. Baron Semidai. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Jaws says is still here, tall though. Harold Sakata, who stood five foot ten. Five foot ten. There you go. There you go. How's that possible? That's impossible. That's the impossible. The guy that played Ajab, the parody of Ajab. In Austin Powers, went is in jail. <laughs> what? I know that. How? how did you, why, why I was gonna say, that? where did your googling take you to get you there? Reddit, like, no, Reddit, Reddit told me that. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what was his name? It was. I'm not sure. It was um, some stupid pun on his name on odd job. It's like bad position. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not bad. Uh, it's something close to that though. Weird career. I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> while uh, Alex downloads Goldeneye Star, so we can all play after this podcast. Random task. Um, Random task. I just googled. That's, it. That's, That's funny. Yeah, um, he's in jail. He did something bad. Let's get to nice. our last topic before the end of this podcast, which is the PS4 Slim. Oh my god. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I mean, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fucking <laughs> ugly as shit, dude. This thing is horrible. The play sandwich four. I don't hate it as much as you guys, but it's it's not very attractive. I truly, truly dislike this machine. For those that have not seen it, you should check out the ZeroReview.com to find our article on it, which has a whole bunch of pictures on it, although it it's basically just me talking about how ugly it okay. is. Uh, it is <laughs> angular, right? It's not... It didn't, like, it's completely not, it, lose. It has a slope to it. A it has yeah, a slope. Yeah, like a slight slope. But it's, like, so... Uh, it looks like so, uh, it looks like the plastic that my like uh, old you, like TI eighty nine you know you, uh, calculators were made out of. It's, it's the same thing as the one we have now. It's just everything's rounded. It's squished more, and it's all one like mat. It's yeah. all mat. To give people the background story on uh, on this thing, basically uh, there is a UK version of eBay called Gumtree.com that one went for sale on somebody ended up buying it i'm not sure how much it was sold for um but this guy basically picked it up he didn't really disclose where he got the system from um and then everyone started freaking out because they're like oh my god what is this system clearly it's like not out yet apparently it's going to be announced at the september 7th playstation event um Mm. alongside details about uh the playstation neo of course sony has their own their own event yeah actually i want to shout out an article by uh tom pritchard uh from kotaku uk who when he basically followed up with a bunch of because after the first one sold this ps4 slim got a whole bunch of attention then at least according to his article at least six more went uh, up on sale on eBay and related sites and he basically started tracking down these people uh, to say yo where are you getting these machines from somebody stole them off of trucks well people <laughs> mysteriously fell off people are saying some of them got them off of Gumtree and were reselling them another one said that he people who worked in a factory that are making them like were able to buy two of them from the factory like early and then they would resell them to the public um not on purpose, but, like, you know, they weren't supposed to, but they did. Um, yeah. And apparently a bunch of other people were being super defensive about where they were getting them from. Obviously, Why because would Sony would fact- be super pissed. What factory this? gets dibs on any hardware that ever comes out of their factory? Like, yeah, like, I don't, spe- I don't like, think You know that these are works. being made somewhere, like, in China. Oh, of I'm course, sure. of course. Of which, yeah. those people, they definitely don't get 
it first. Like I'm pretty sure most of the technology actually comes back to the states to be resold back to China. Yeah, or even really that, weird. I'd be really surprised if somebody working in a factory that's manufacturing PlayStation 4s is making enough money to be able to. Yeah, I I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly what I was gonna say too. Like, I mean, okay, well, disposable income is increasing over in China, but you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the thing it's, is, is it's like changed quite a bit in the past. Decade. But I mean, even well, okay, in bad, even in the context of like you know just being it like having them become offended or anything no no but i'm saying like having them become available to factory workers just seems highly unlikely like yeah also like if these are in production now like it it kind of makes me curious that at this september 7th event do you think sony's gonna pull like an apple and say you know the ps3 or the ps4 slim is available right now and like Everybody can just go <laughs> buy them from everywhere because I mean, clearly, strobe lights go. Yeah, either that or a week. But I mean, they got to be ready if it's any time within like a month. Of well, when I mean, they if, announce it. if you look at the pictures, there are there. It's not like a loose piece of equipment. Like these are fully packaged devices. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure they they've been you know producing them like crazy in order to get ready for that for that initial like release. Yeah. But I mean, all this stuff's probably well in advance, like done and sorted out prior to the release like you can't wait like two days prior to because that'd be that'd be that'd be crazy that'd be madness you know yeah oh also just just on one of the topics i needed to make a correction to my article so in it i said that there were no physical changes that make games run better that is very true there are no changes to the console that make it run better but there is one physical change to the device other than its physical like uh, on and eject buttons uh, that differentiates it from the original PlayStation, which is they got rid of the optical audio port, which is like what the fuck. Um, if if there's optical a, audio port, if there are any audio files mean, out there, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Digital huh. optical audio, like what you need for surround I mean, sound. Yeah, in order to get it smaller, you gotta you gotta sacrifice some things unless you actually make some innovative changes. But apparently, they who just, has money for like, innovative I mean, changes? Come on, PS4 Slim. Like the reason why they came out with that was only to combat like the Xbox, you know, One S, right? Yeah, I Here, think they, just, they always had plans. They both yeah. always had plans for I'm it. Sure, I don't think but the one I'm, was a counter. Yeah, but like, then you I, started thinking like, how soon like did they start, you know, the planning or the the development process prior to it actually coming out, like. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the PS3 Slim was like way smaller, and it like was better. It was a much yeah, no, it was a much more consistent console. I had I had uh, two PS3 Fats, like the big ones, and they both overheated on me and died, which was weird yeah. because that that was right around the time that 360s were red ringing and stuff. Oh wait, I remember when that happened. Yeah, so that was pretty, yeah. that was pretty ironic. Like um, going crazy. Yeah. Biggest weakness that the PS3 Slim had was that it wasn't backwards compatible the way the Gen 1 PS3 was, and that made me incredibly sad. Yeah, I was okay with that. But yeah, I mean, strictly for the reason of me already having a PS2, and you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me about this device is just how. How fucking ugly it is. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. if you look at every, like, think about every <laughs> slim version of every other PlayStation console, it's always been an upgrade. PS, like, PlayStation original to PS1, like, yeah, it made it all cutesy and small, well. but still better. <laughs> PS2 to the PS2 slim, the PS2 slim was remarkably better, like, like flat out. You, the PS3 to the PS3 slim, remarkably better. The PSP to the PSP 2000, remarkably better. The Vita to the new Vita, remarkably better. This is such a fucking downgrade. It's so like someone. It looks I'm like really a toy. Happy. It looks like a toy. It doesn't look like a high yeah. piece of technology. It's just very. Like, someone commented wrong. on your it's article. Like a scanner. 
They and they said it looked like uh, a burnt grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. And someone someone else was like, "No, it doesn't." And what I, what I like to think happened was that this person's like, "It fucking does," and he goes and burns his own grilled cheese sandwich, takes a picture of it, and then he and then posts it at the because there's a picture. Oh of my god, burnt. I'm looking at it right now, dude. I love yeah. our comment section. Are you kidding? And, wow. You know. <laughs> I really just like to think that that that, that man made that thing and burnt it. That is <laughs> amazing. Done. That wow. is amazing. Now hang on. Now we've got a Google image search burnt he, grilled cheese just to see if he actually did this okay. himself. While you're doing that, I just want to say I'm really happy you brought it back to how ugly it looks because I was going to say this. I was looking at pictures of it. Be of you know in the mid 90s and the early 90s when nintendo was playing around with the idea of a cd based console and now we've seen like the pictures of the prototypes and then you've seen some other like cd based consoles like the, the philips machine and all that this console reminds me of those those designs yeah maybe just thinner but the same kind of level of like boxy ugly boringness i guess it's just it's just boring guys it's like yeah. Put, if you put some Sorry. holes in it, it'll look kind of <laughs> cool, you know? Like the Xbox One uh, S, you know? Half of that is holes, the other half is like, you know, nice glossy finish. Pretty. Okay, he he did pull this from Google Image Search, but damn, it. but still, uh, but still, the still level applies. of sass is like on a different level. Like this it, is know, so good. The picture was like just bad enough and <laughs> yeah, focused exactly. enough that I thought he might have made it. Oh my god, it's um, so good. I, and the guy's coming for no, it doesn't. Like, like no, I, I don't understand like apologists for stuff like this. Like, I, first of all, I approach this topic completely subjectively. I was like, you know, this is 100% an opinion piece. But, like, I mean, just fucking look <laughs> at this thing. Also, there are really dumb design decisions on this. Like, if you look at the front of this device, why is there one USB port in the middle and then a huge blank space and then one oh, on right. the right? Yeah. What the <laughs> I was looking at that, too. What the fuck is that? Like, oh, God. It's just like, there's so much wrong with this picture. I just, I hate this. And I, I'm almost guaranteeing that they did this on purpose just to make the Neo look way better. Because I'm sure the Neo is going to have a really awesome like design I, to I it. I honestly did not think about that. Um, I, I think that, just, that'd be a really weird decision. I think they would think do it just, just to like, differentiate guys, them. You know what I mean? Guys, all we need is a PS4, but smaller. It's Can like P PS4, but smaller. Do it. Make it a black box and put some angles to it. And then they're like, and then also make it pretty. And then so they're like, oh, okay, well, here's the black box. It's slightly angled. It's smaller. And then if you flip it around on the other side, look, it's got our PS4 or PlayStation, you know, like button figures like the X's and O's and triangles and squares. That's what it'll rest on. Genius. No, man. They're like, I'll tell you how this is... meeting went. They were like, we need a smaller PS4 so we can bring it out. Come on, research and design team, figure it out. And they come back to the meeting. They're like, okay, so we talked to our Fisher Price consultant, and <laughs> this is what they came back for. Yo, okay, and then the PlayStation logo's the wrong direction? Yeah. It's to the right? Right. Um, huh? Japanese people read from left to right, so maybe it's that way. Right to left. <laughs> From right, right to, to left. left. Well, but why wouldn't it just be straight on? No, it you probably, don't read a logo. Because, because it'll probably also be able to well, no, actually, stood up on, on its side. side. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking at my PS4, uh, and it's still in the same direction. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'd probably be on the a picture to a prototype of the Nintendo PlayStation, and I put it in the Discord chat box. This is what the PS oh, yeah. looks like to me. 
like I remember. they went back to the old the old prototype for this yeah, old no, hybrid yeah. console. It's, it's like a black here you go. box. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's but just it's a black but box. it's like you're thinking of something you're dropping hundreds of dollars on. Like why wouldn't you want it to be like really sexy, sleek. really appealing? Make it look sleek. Yeah, I mean like frankly, like consoles, I I think part of what consoles appeal are nowadays, aside from like the ease of use outside of a PC, is like you know having this sweet piece of good. technology like under your TV. You know what I mean? It like fills I mean, out the home they theater. They could have, they could have at least made it white. Like it might look, at least it might look it better white. white. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I don't my, know. Is my it, biggest is it compliment still considered? Is it still considered matte? If yes, this, like the ridgy, bumpy, like plastic. It's. I thought matte is like when it's got that like rubbery texture to it. No, this is yeah. this is a hundred percent matte. This is what matte finishes. Yeah, but see, I'm. I was with Justin on this. On the zoomed in one, it doesn't look matte. It nah, looks it's like not, no. Like I, a, I, I think you're getting it's like some a grainy, like a grainy plastic. Texture, yeah, no. I think uh, you're getting some texture. weird reflection off of that. In yeah. my, in my book, matte is basically like it's not glossy. You know what I mean? It's it's just like a yeah a without sm- a shine. Well, yeah, it's kind of that like dull without a shine. Yeah. Right, but that material, it's like the right side of the PlayStation Four now. Like, right, and I that wouldn't bumpy. consider that. Yeah, matte. that on the right. right side of the PlayStation Four, that is matte. Like that's a hundred percent matte finish. Mm, like, but no. see, matte finish uh, on like something like this, it's like uh, I don't know. It's the back of I, the Vita, is it? Or that it's uh, it's like like Justin said, it's the rubbery, like yeah, kind of grippy uh, like the texture, back of the like PS Four controller. <laughs> Maybe. It's, yeah, um, no, really. no, no, no. It's just damn it. I know there's a console a or something just, that has it. A mat is just a paint with a Okay, no, like I have a no 360 sheet. controller in front of me. It's like the top of a 360 controller is what I would consider mat finish. Um, See, I I know the definition of it. It's like it's, it's just like a, yeah. without it, kind of like a material without kind of like a shine to it. Yeah. Um, but when something typically has a mat finish, it usually has this kind of uh, rubbery grippiness right? to it. Um, that I like. I like the feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Wasn't like having rubbery, a dull but it's like or lusterless surface. Surface. So what? So okay. So it is not. So you're saying the PlayStation, uh, the PS4 Slim is not a rubbery finish. It's completely it looks, plasticky bumpiness. It looks like the same material that was used for the PS3 Slim. Yeah. Exactly. That, and the PS3 Slim is matte finish. Uh, yeah. Or at least that's my understanding too. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's how it looks oh, to me. Well. Anyway, so right. this thing's ugly as shit. I always felt cheap to me. Every, yeah. Everybody, just hold your money. Like, cause how much is it supposed to be? Uh, I'm they, sure they it's don't know be yet. Three ninety nine. This better come in cheap. If they're gonna launch, if they're gonna launch a, a new console like a PS4 Neo, which reasonably is probably gonna be priced at what, like four hundred, four fifty, or something like that. Um, yeah, easy. Like. I think it would be smart for them to drop something like this to like two fifty or like two hundred. But I mean, bucks. like, what's the PlayStation Four normal now? I That's think three hundred. Yeah, two ninety nine. Oh, it's two ninety nine. Okay, I believe so. Well, all I'm saying is like PlayStation is not having a problem pushing units, and now that the Slim's out, if anybody's trying to buy a PS Four, they're probably gonna buy a Slim. And with that said, is I mean, if it's two ninety nine, I'm sure those things are still gonna sell like crazy anyway. What well, people are buying the S, and I don't. I know it's a good-looking system, but I just don't get it. Like they even, they like didn't even hide it. They announced like that a new, new console. I know at it's heart. just so weird. This is America. It's, it's, it's very bizarre. <laughs> we buy things out of out of want, Vanity. not need. Oh, it is really good-looking though. But like, they also were like, for the fact there's, that a, those, there's a new so, system coming out. You're, well, like, you'll be replacing had, like, this. Exclusivity to it too. They only had a certain amount of like made, right? You can't get any more. Of what? 
the white Xbox One S? No, uh, I mean, no, that's like the standard model, the white one. Yeah. Oh no, I and see that's the, the thing. Like, like the two terabyte you... one. Is oh, the, like... yeah, the, the two terabyte one is. Like if you look at the One S, like that is a beautiful upgrade to a console. It is really pretty. Like it like really significantly better. Also, they marketed it looking. really well. Hey, I'm sure if you put the PlayStation 4 on a white background and put shadows <laughs> on a di- and going in a direction, like but a 45 I mean just degree like direction, fundamentally, you know? Like, fundamentally, I'll if you buy look it. at yeah, this let's, picture... Like, let's take some pictures of it, like, of these frumpy pictures, like, yeah. with poor lighting <laughs> under... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Fantasy, on a fucking uh, shag carpet rug. Oh, well, no. I, I, I bet you... I see what everyone says. Off in the I bet you right. fucking Shuhei is, like, rolling over right now, like, oh, God, why is that the first picture that people see? Yeah, right. right or whatever sure. is the, sure. the president but see like if you look at the xbox one it's got it's got holes that's what makes it you know i can honestly say that i really really like the way that the one s looks like that is it looks like a high-end piece of technology like it's it it's a sexy looking device it looks like if, this is you know, not I would, sexy I would, I would hurt myself on those corners like that's how <laughs> awesome it is <laughs> laser sharp it's yeah. like if Verizon wanted to spend money on their uh, on their cable box, like the look of it. That's what it should look like, not like <laughs> oh. shitty PlayStation, PlayStation it's, Four Slim. It's like you said. It looks like it looks like now. It looks like a scan. It looks like a copy machine. It looks like a. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a scanner that can't print or scan. That, that can't print or scan. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, a scanner that can't scan. A useless paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. It, it w- scanner that can't print. <laughs> Listen, who doesn't oh own God. a scanner printer combo, Alex? All right, oh. Jesus. Welcome to the modern world. <laughs> oh my God, guys! I think that what is the fascinating uh, times we live in. I think that is the God. perfect note for That's us late. to end on. <laughs> well, I wanna... well, I'm going to go buy my scanner so I get my prints done. <laughs> I want to thank all of our listeners for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, be sure to subscribe thank to the Alex. podcast on all the things. <laughs> thank you, Alex. Thank you, Chow. Thank you, Frank. Uh, all of you guys are you, awesome. Scarabo. We will see everybody next week on the TZR podcast. And if you have any questions, hit us up at podcast at the Catch you guys later. See you. Bye. Bye.